Blog Talk Radio. and Sportsbeat Radio, this is Sportsbeat, a provocative, insightful, informative, and educational show that we hope will educate the sports listener to the specific of sports. With interviews, analysis, and a comprehensive look at the topics we feel will be appealing to the listener, and with that said, we're not just your average call-in, same subject, same question over and over sports radio, but we like to think of ourselves as informative and educational radio. So why not sit back and for the next 30 minutes or so, we hope you'll find the program informative, educational, and above all, enjoyable. And with that said and done, this is Sportsbeat, and we're coming at you live, and I'm your host, John Spoiler. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Thursday program, the ninth day of March 2023, as we hone in on yet another segment of Sportsbeat Radio talking sports and today we're talking about for those you remember the balco scandal it was a steroid scandal that happened uh, a little while back and we wanted to talk about that today to bring you up to date on um, an educational experience you know there's been a lot of scandals in sports uh, way back into the uh, 1919 World Series where the Chicago White Sox were notoriously by the uh, newspapers called the Black Sox for throwing a game. Many of them were paid uh, supposedly $5,000 to throw the game against a inferior Cincinnati Reds team. Many of them went to trial. I don't believe, I think all of them were acquitted, but many of them, uh, according to the commissioner, uh, were uh, barred from baseball for life, including Shoeless Joe Jackson and some of the others. But that really wasn't a drug scandal. We've had drug scandals over the years, particularly in the Olympics, which has become uh, more of a, I don't know, a corrupt organization, to say the least. Everybody wants to win, and everybody wants the money that goes with it and the gold medals, and so people will do uh, all kinds of things for money and uh, anything else that they can get fame with. And so we saw Lance Armstrong uh, many years ago uh, was found out to have taken enhancement drugs. We knew boxing, the sport of boxing, had had that going for it. Uh, Way back in the 70s, the uh, Red Army team, hockey team of uh, the Soviet Union at the time, came over and played some of our uh, NHL teams, and uh, many of the players felt, the NHL players said that these guys were as fresh in the third period as they were in the first period. And so they were able to dominate until they played the Philadelphia Flyers in that famous uh, Soviet Flyer game uh, at the Spectrum, at the old Spectrum in Philadelphia, when uh, the Soviet Army got ass-whipped by a very, very tough Broad Street bully team. But we do know that in the past uh, there was blood doping where uh, Russia would – take blood from some of their athletes. They would uh, freeze it, enhance it with vitamins and minerals, and then inject it back into them before the game or before the event. And it gave them strength and uh, endurance. And there was no real 
ability to find out. I mean, how are you going to find the needle mark? It's like finding a needle in a haystack. And so we know that uh, over the course of sports, that uh, manipulation of uh, steroids that we had, you know, in baseball and everything else that's gone uh, in the past uh, is a real issue. And so now we're even seeing it in young players who want to get ahead. We've seen people like Lyle Alzado and some of the other uh, athletes who were on steroids uh, succumb to cancers. And so this particular trial that we were talking about uh, was called the Balco Steroids Scandal. And Major League Baseball's drug cheats are the subject, really, of an investigation and face tougher penalties in public exposure when they're caught using steroids. So Congress, they ratcheted up prison sentences for convicted steroid dealers, and federal drug agents are showing a new willingness to cooperate with sports officials in tracking down athletes who used banned drugs. And in virtually every high school in the country, young athletes are taught about the health risks associated with the use of performance-enhancing drugs. And according to experts, those are some of the lasting impacts of the Balco steroid scandal, the ongoing investigation. It was a federal investigation that revealed the use of banned performance-enhancing drugs by some of the greatest athletes of the era. So the Balco probe began nearly, I don't know, uh, several years ago when federal agents targeted suspected steroid dealer at a Bay Area laboratory operative. And a nutritional supplement firm in Burlingame, it first hit the headlines in 2003 when a federal grand jury subpoenaed the Giants' Barry Bonds, and you remember that, of course, and the New York Yankees' Jason Giambi, Olympian Marion Jones, and 30 other sports stars who were Balco customers. So in the years since, the paradigm has shifted when it comes to the nation's awareness of drugs in sports, and we're all a little bit more familiar. So even as the Balco case itself has wound down, the two confessed drug dealers who were sentenced to prison completed their terms, uh, and a national dialogue on sports and drugs has continued and led to important reforms. So the reform efforts have been driven by a barrage of media coverage and commentary about the case and pushed by lawmakers, doping experts, sports officials, and a small group of activists, parents, who blame steroid abuse for their children's deaths. So few advocates of doping control believe the Balco reforms by themselves will rid sports of steroids. And still they say the case has created opportunities for change that were unthinkable before. So it's it's totally changed the landscape of drugs in sports. So perhaps the most lasting impact from Balco has come in the realm of high school sports. When the Balco story broke, steroid use was a growing problem in the United States high schools. Surveys showed between 3 and 11% of American teens had used the drugs. And in California, more than 20,000 teens were thought to have used steroids, not just prep athletes, but boys and girls who hope steroids would improve their looks by helping them lose weight and put on muscle. So although Balco involved sports stars, the heavy media coverage of the scandal drew attention to steroids and young people. So in May of 2005, the Federation became the first state high school association. This is the California Interscholastic Federation. Um, to adopt an anti-steroid policy. It required every student athlete to sign a contract promising not to use steroids. It required all coaches to complete a steroids education course. 
And then soon after, the National Federation of State High School Associations started an anti-steroid education campaign aimed at every high school athlete in the nation, titled Make the Right Choice. It included videos geared toward coaches, athletes, and parents, and many schools put on the program during preseason meetings, and practically every public school student in the country has been exposed to some form of steroid education, according to a Chronicle survey. So some lawmakers seized BALCO to push measures to reduce steroid use among uh, young uh, athletes. In California, Jackie Spire, a Democrat from Hillsborough, battled for two legislative sessions to get an anti-steroid measure enacted. And in 2004, the legislature passed a Spire bill named after uh, the senator that sought to bar coaches from selling performance-enhancing nutritional supplements to students. Inspire argued that the kids who use supplements often turn to steroids. The measure was then vetoed by Governor uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, an admitted steroid user in his bodybuilding days, who at the time was moonlighting as an executive editor of Muscle and Fitness magazine. That promotes what? Supplemental sales. So Spire fought back in 2005. Schwarzenegger, who by then had quit Muscle and Fitness, signed a new measure written by Spire. And it bans sale of many supplements and prohibits supplement companies from promoting their products at high school sporting events. And also put in law this requirement that prep athletes promise not to use steroids. Of course, promises are always broken. So some states are considering the drug testing high school athletes and a handful of districts are testing for performance enhancers. The state of New Mexico has created a steroids prevention task force that is exploring the feasibility of testing. And in Texas, then-Lieutenant Governor David Dewhurst was pushing what would be a $2 million per year program of random steroid testing for all prep athletes in the state. So to date, New Jersey has gone the farthest, uh, requiring steroid testing of athletes at state championships. This is a growing public health threat, one that we can't leave up to individual parents, coaches, or schools to handle, and that's what... Uh, then-Governor Richard Cody said it way back in 2005. In lobbying for the reform, anti-steroid activists have deployed the families of three young athletes who committed suicide after experimenting with steroids. And experts say that adolescents who use steroids are prone to psychological problems, including mood swings and depression. The parents of three, uh, a baseball star at Pataluma High School, who later played at the University of Southern California, a former lineman on the Vacaville High School football team and a high school pitcher in Plano, Texas, all blamed the drugs for their son's suicides. So after Balco, the parents threw themselves into crusading against performance-enhancing drugs. They estimate that they have spoken about steroids to more than 20,000 people, including athletes, parents, coaches, administrators, and lawmakers. To commemorate his son, Don Hooten, he set up the nonprofit Taylor Hooten Foundation. It raises money to educate young people about the dangers of steroids and presented programs with the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration and the National High School Coaches Association and other groups. And recently, Hooten teamed with Major League Baseball for Hoots Chalk Talks, an anti-steroid program for young athletes. Sessions were held last year at ballparks in Denver and in Cleveland. So baseball donated about a million dollars to the foundation and made the ballparks available for the program, and the teams directed coaches and trainers to help out, but no professional ballplayers have participated. I wonder why. And I still think to this day that most people I talk to have their heads in the sand. 
they're still unaware of how many of these kids are using the juice. This is what Hooten said. So the Balco scandal also forced Major League Baseball uh, to toughen its steroid enforcement policy, repeatedly threatened with congressional intervention. Baseball increased steroid penalties before the 2005 season and again at the end of the year. And then at the time, Commissioner Bud Sealing, who declined to be interviewed for the story, has proclaimed the toughened policy of success declaring in July that steroid use has been minimized in the game. Doping experts say that while still flawed, baseball's new program is far better than what existed before pre-Balco. So nevertheless, baseball's made only limited headway in shaking the effects of its steroid scandal, largely because of uh, Bonds, the greatest star caught up in Balco. Bonds was also the most deeply involved. His weight trainer, Greg Anderson, pleaded guilty to dealing steroids. And the Chronicle has reported that investigators found documents reflecting Bonds' drug use in a raid on the trainer's home. So Bonds' Balco connection made him a lightning rod for fans' dissatisfaction with steroids in the game. Under one circumstance and other circumstances, Bonds' 2006 drive to surpass Babe Ruth on the all-time home run list would have been showcased for baseball. Instead, Bonds was booed and mocked by opposing fans, while corporate sponsors refused to underwrite a celebration when Bonds hit finally hit the 715th home run in May and passed uh, Babe Ruth's mark. You know, I remember uh, distinctly uh, being at a Phillies game uh, in uh, Citizens Park in Philadelphia when the Giants were there, and, uh, of course, he was roundly booed when Bonds came up. He uh, kind of scoffed it off and hit a home run, and the person who caught it wasn't very far from me, threw it back. And then there were signs all over, Babe Ruth did it with hot dogs and beer. And, of course, we know that Barry Bonds lied uh, under oath to a uh, federal investigation in a, in, a, in a courtroom. So more troubling for the game, Bonds remains, you know, remained under federal investigation for allegedly lying when he told the Balco grand jury that he never knowingly used banned drugs. The trainer, Anderson, is in federal prison because he refused to answer a grand jury's question about Bonds and drugs. And before Balco, baseball steroid tests were confidential, and players caught using drugs received counseling rather than punishment. But after Balco, Congress got involved. And the tipping point came in December of 2004 when the Chronicle reported that Yankee slugger then, Jason Giambi, had told the Balco grand jury that he had used banned drugs, while Bonds admitted using Balco substances that he said he thought were legal. So U.S. Senator John McCain at the time and other lawmakers threatened to intervene if baseball didn't address its doping problem. A month after the Chronicle report, Sealing and Donald Fear, head of the Players Union at the time, devised a new steroid policy that included a 10-day suspension for the first offense. But Congress kept pressing and convened nationally televised hearings in March of 2005 that highlighted baseball's persistent drug problem. In response, late that year, Sealing and Fair ratcheted up penalties again, decreeing 50-game suspensions for first offenders and lifetime bans for three-time losers. Players also were subjected to multiple tests throughout the season. And nevertheless, a Chronicle review shows that under two years of tougher policies, only 15 big league drug cheats have been nabbed. Moreover, only one was a star, and that was Rafael Palmero of Baltimore, who denied drug use during the congressional hearings in 2005. He was suspended for 10 days after a positive test for steroids in 2005. 
So the number of cheats caught seems extraordinarily low given relations in the Balco case and from major league players who had admitted their own steroid use and claimed that the drugs are common in the game. And in the Balco case, federal investigators obtained evidence that a single steroid dealer, Anderson, who we, uh, the aforementioned, had supplied banned drugs to Bonds and eight other players, including Giambi and all-star outfielder Gary Sheffield. Then with the Braves, none of those players faced discipline. And early in the 2006 season, federal agents in the Balco case seized human growth hormone at the home of the Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Jason Grimsley. And then Grimsley told the investigators he had used steroids throughout his big league career and said many other players are using the drugs, according to court records. After baseball began testing for steroids, Grimsley said he switched to human growth hormone, a drug for which baseball does not test. So Grimsley who was quickly suspended and released by the Diamondbacks, also identified six former teammates as users, but the government withheld their names from court records. And in a further effort to push past the steroid scandal, Bud Selig, then the commissioner in March, hired former U.S. General, uh, excuse me, Senator uh, George Mitchell to investigate drug use in the game. And the Mitchell probe was Selig's response to publication of Game of Shadows. That's the book that focused on Bond's role in the Balco drug scandal. So some who care about the game believe Mitchell's probe is still baseball's best hope for dealing with the drug problem. This is all about getting baseball back to where people can trust it and believe that baseball has a high moral position. And at the moment, everybody in baseball is tainted on, uh, from one player down. Everybody is believed to have either known what was going on or failed to deal with the thing properly. So we all have an interest in finding out what happened. This was Faye Vincent uh, who uh, mentioned all of this. By eight months after it began, Mitchell's probe appeared stalled. The Players Union has advised players not to talk to Mitchell without a lawyer present, and federal prosecutors put witnesses with knowledge of bonds and drugs uh, off limits as well. So on December 1st, Mitchell said his inability to compel testimony or the production of documents was delaying the investigation. He said it confident Mitchell will overcome the eventuary problems and produce a meaningful report. If he becomes convinced baseball is stonewalling him, Mitchell could always call on Congress for help. So not that long ago, cases related to steroids and nutritional supplements were a uh, kind of a niche part of Rick Collins' criminal defense practice. Balco brought uh, an avalanche of steroid uh, prosecutions, and the New York lawyer said he has more work than he can handle. In December of 2004, prodded by the scandal, Congress passed the Anabolic Steroid Control Act, and the new law banned many steroid-like substances, including the Balco signature steroid, the CLEAR, and ultimately led to stiffer sentencing guidelines for steroid offenses. And a former competitive bodybuilder uh, told, uh, said Balco emboldened law enforcement to make a broad attack on use and the distribution of steroids. So, with all of that, in the wake of the Balco scandal, you had a high level of public consciousness and attention to the issue of anabolic steroids in sports. So it's not surprising that the Department of Justice would seek to show the public that they're taking the problem seriously. But elite athletes have been spared prosecution for their uh, illegal drug use. And the Balco investigators obtained evidence that more than 30 stars of track, baseball, football, and other sports were using banned drugs a federal crime. But none of the athletes were indicted. Instead, they were granted immunity and brought before a grand jury where they testified about drugs they had received from Balco founder Victor Conti and others. 
So since Balco, the federal government has made only uh, one other case involving sports stars and banned drugs, a probe involving human growth hormone used by members of the National Football League's Carolina Panthers. And again, the athletes face no criminal penalty. In 2005, case involved Dr. James Short, a physician accused of prescribing steroids and human growth hormone to football players, including seven linemen of the Panthers' 2004 uh, Super Bowl team. And after Short pleaded guilty and was sentenced to a year in jail, his lawyers, federal public defender Alan Burnside, criticized the government for scapegoating the doctor while letting the sports stars off the hook. And the athletes in this case can hardly be considered victims. That's what Burnside said. Each of them was a co-conspirator. They willingly used drugs and made obscenely large sums of money in the process. And if the government in this case had been truly interested in sending a message that steroids will not be tolerated in professional sports, they would have prosecuted these athletes. So prosecutors in both the Balco and Carolina cases said it was necessary to grant immunity to athletes so the dealers could be prosecuted. And the Balco case also showed that criminal prosecution for doping offenses can't always keep a sports figure from an arena of competition, even if the competitors are high school athletes. And the case in point, veteran track coach and Balco co-conspirator Remy Korshemi, he was 71 at the time, was implicated in providing Balco steroids and banned stimulants to champion sprinter Kelly White after a failed test ended her career. White told authorities that uh, Coach Remy, uh, her coach, since she was 12, had introduced her to ban drugs. He pleaded guilty to illegally distribution uh, of a prescription drug, and he was put on probation for one year, fined the major amount of $25 in order not to contact his Balco co-defendants, but nothing required him to stop coaching or stay away from kids. And he soon was back on the track in the East Bay, working as a private coach for promising teen runners, according to emails he wrote. And that summer, when he began uh, turning up meets that sponsored by U.S. track and field coaches, the parents finally complained. But Korchemi was free to coach. Only the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, which runs Olympic drug testing programs, can ban a coach for doping-related activity. Two coaches concerned about drugs and sports. The situation is frustrating. We do everything we can to make sure our athletes are not around performance-enhancing drugs. This was a coach from uh, Berkeley High School in California. In remarks, he intended to be general in nature and not specifically directed to Korchemi. Despite the frustration, many experts believe that the law enforcement will have a large part uh, in the role of sports are to control the use of performance-enhancing drugs. Balco showed that science has made it easy for drug cheats to beat the most sophisticated testing programs, but the federal investigators ferreted them out. And Balco showed clear and convincingly that when government gets involved and they start digging into this thing, they are an enormous ally. They run the show and help uh, prosecute. So Balco also created more interest in developing ways to detect the use of performance-enhancing drugs. One promising approach was devised by a scientist who happened to hear a radio report about Balco while driving home from work in 2003. A geneticist at the City of Hope National Medical Center in Southern California is an expert on the triggering mechanisms that enable hormones to function in the human body. And science has learned that hormones are activated by binding to proteins called receptors, which are found in the nucleus of cells. So about 50 different receptors are known to exist. 
but only a handful of these triggered hormones have been identified. So Foreman is trying to uh, identify these hormones. Perhaps a newly discovered hormone could help control diabetes or heart disease. And this was Barry Foreman. He's the uh, geneticist. So Foreman ordered tests on blood samples that he spiked with the steroid nandrolene, and, uh, or nandrolin, I should say, and the test established that the steroid was binding to the androgen receptor and could be distinguished from naturally occurring testosterone. So when we look at the situation, uh, athletic seven minor leaguers, including catcher David Castillo, who said he failed uh, three drug tests after one steroid injection. Conseco said he and slugger Mark McGuire used steroids while on the A's in the 1980s. McGuire refused to comment. Investigators were told that retired infielder Randy Velarde got Balco drugs while he was with the uh, Oakland A's. And Rangers pitchers Augustin Montero and Carlos Almanzar, five minor leaguers. Conseco said he saw steroid use from former Rangers outfielder Juan Gonzalez and catcher Ivan Rodriguez. Uh, they denied wrongdoing. You know, it's interesting to me when you look at all of this in the Balco situation is that the prosecutors were hesitant to do anything about the athletes who were clearly in violation and also uh, guilty of taking a uh, banned drug. And there were several of them that, as they went into the courtroom uh, in California when they had the trial, that they gave the finger to the camera, or some of them put coats over their heads. And it's always amazing to me, you know, the law of uh, the scale of law is supposed to be balanced. But I think sometimes it's uh, a little bit weighted because we have this affair with uh, athletes and movie stars and all of these celebrities who, uh, in my view, you know, need a little bit of a brain adjustment. Uh, they're not gods, and they are you know, subject to the same laws and regulations the rest of us have. Had that been any of us going to uh, the situation with enhanced drugs and the federal prosecutors knew it, they would prosecute us to the fullest. But people like Giambi and... Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds, who they knew lied to the federal jury, uh, got away with it. And so what does that really teach our youth? Well, you know, we can go ahead and do what they did because we'll probably um, not be prosecuted. And uh, as Beretta used to say, Robert Blake and his show, that's the name of that tune. That's the way the world goes, I guess. And so uh thought you might be interested in a little bit of that. That was a, an interesting situation, certainly with uh, Balco and all of the athletes that were a part of, of that situation. Well, I'll about do it for our show today. Thanks so much for joining us on this segment of Sports Beat Radio Talk in Sports, where we talked about the ramifications of the very famous Balco scandal that uh, implicated many, many baseball players. Uh, Barry Bonds and uh, many others, Jason Giambi, big names in sports who were pretty much walked free from uh, what they did. Sports Beat's been a presentation of Mountain Meadow Productions and Sports Beat Radio. And until next time, all of you have a great day and great sports. We'll see you again, everybody. Be safe. Talk to you soon.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.